Samhain was a time when the gates between this world and next were open. It was a time of communion with the spirits of the dead, who, like the wild autumnal winds, were free to roam the earth. Let's dive deeper into the pagan festival of death and rebirth, which, to my own surprise, was also called Puka. Hello everyone, I'm Angela and welcome back to my channel. I'm a university lecturer and a researcher and this is your online resource for the academic study of magic and magic practicing religions and traditions. This video will be focused on Halloween, well not really, on its Celtic predecessor. Samhain, as pronounced in modern Irish, likely derives from Old Irish and means summer's end. In Celtic cosmology, Samhain was seen as the feast of the dead and is thought to have marked the start of winter. It is still disputed among scholars whether this festival marked the new year for the Celtic people and whether it marked the new year across Celtic regions. Let's now summarize the reconstruction that historian Ronald Hutton offers in his The Stations of the Sun. Samhain, as already mentioned, marked the start of winter in early medieval Ireland and was seen as a time of change and transformation, a liminal place on the edge of the darkest days of the year, when druids and soothsayers would forecast the events of the coming year. Long feasts were also held by the High Kings of Ireland to celebrate the end of summer before the colder months took over. This was also a time of communion with the realm of the spirits. The establishment of Christianity led the pagan gods to fall under the rule of the saints, as suggested by the new Christian festival of All Hallows Day, later known as All Saints Day. Christianity saw the old gods as evil spirits or demons and interpreted the uncanniness of Samhain as a threat to the Christian soul. However, Hutton continues, the old pagan traditions lived on in the guise of Halloween, the eve of All Hallows Day. We find evidence of this perception of Samhain as marking the end of summer and its related feasts in an old Irish tale and in the 12th century version of another, which I will be spelling out on the screen because I have no idea how to pronounce them. Geoffrey Gens, translator of Irish literature related to Samhain, deemed this festival as a time of unusual supernatural power due to the sheer amount of stories and tales where human beings were either approached or attacked by spirits, monsters, fairies, and deities. Mekana endorsed the same idea and referred to Samhain as a partial return to primordial chaos, the appropriate setting for myths which 
symbolize the dissolution of established order as a prelude to its recreation in a new period of time. At the end of the 19th century, two academics from Oxford and Cambridge contributed significantly to the conception of uh, sawing that we have nowadays. The first is Sir John Rice, who portrayed sawing as the Celtic New Year. This assumption, however, was not based on historical records, but on contemporary folklore linking Halloween celebrations in Wales and Ireland to the concept of new beginnings. However, as Hutton argues, these divination and purification rituals occurring on the 31st of October could be explained either by a connection to the Christian feasts of all saints or by the fact that they occurred during the darkest and scariest of all seasons. Especially considering that similar rituals were also performed on New Year's Eve. As Jennifer Azell mentioned in a previous video, the contemporary pagan Samhain may have borrowed elements from the Christian festival, just as the latter may have rebranded an old Celtic tradition to make it its own. Rice's theory was further popularized by Sir James Fraser author of the very famous The Golden Bow. However, Fraser appears ambivalent on the matter, as at times he admits that the evidence that Rice uses to back up his theory were rather weak, and yet he still employs the same idea and makes it his own when stating that Samhain was the Celtic pagan festival of the dead. This is a conclusion that Fraser drew on the mere basis of it being a Christian holiday and assuming that it was drawn from uh, a pagan tradition just because most of Christian holidays seem to be. It is also uncertain whether the folklore records help us understand the magical rituals surrounding Samhain. According to Ronald Hutton, Fraser did believe to have uncovered one of such magical rituals. More specifically, the use of fire for protective magic. Fraser thought he had enough data to back this up that he deemed Halloween as one of the Celtic fire festivals. And yet, as with Biltene, the custom really only began to be recorded in details once those traditions were in a state of advanced decline. What we do know is that the Celtic festival has been reclaimed by neo-pagans, who call it Samhain instead of Halloween, to highlight the link to a celebration which predates the Christian Halloween. The reclamation and popularization of Samhain as a pagan festival took place thanks to Wicca and its religious conceptualization in relation to the natural seasons. Gerald Gardner, founder of Wicca, portrayed it as an earth-based religion whose deities are embedded in the seasonality we see in nature. The goddess of fertility and the god of hunt were not only to be venerated, but also to be found in the changing seasons we experience as human beings. As Helen Berger explained 
explains, the goddess is eternal, but changes from maid to mother to crone. The god is born of the goddess at Yule, or winter solstice, grows to manhood to become the goddess consort at Bieltene, and dies to ensure the fertility of the crops at Samhain to be then reborn at Yule. For contemporary pagans, connection is of the essence, and getting in tune with the season means to experience the manifestation of the gods within, for the seasons outside mirror the seasons we live inside, just as the multiple aspects of the gods mirror our own. Allow me to quote this beautiful passage by Drury. Samhain is a celebration to honor the dead. As the dying sun passes into the netherworld, Samhain is said to be the time of the year where the thin veil between the everyday world and the afterlife is most transparent, which allows weekends and neo-pagans, or just pagans we may say, to communicate more easily with the spirits. In mythic terms, Samhain is the season during which the dying god sleeps in the underworld awaiting to be reborn. At the same time, the seed of a new life gestates within the womb of the Great Mother, who at this stage of the cycle is regarded as the Queen of Darkness. The Farrars, as cited in Drury, write that Samhain was, on one hand, a time for propitiation, divination and communion with the dead, and on the other, an inhibited feast of eating, drinking and defiant affirmation of life and fertility in the very face of the closing dark. So this is it for today's video, and before wrapping up, I'd like to wish you the wildest of feasts and a heartfelt ancestry communion to all of you celebrating. Also, please allow me to introduce to the Inner Symposium my new patrons. Thank you so much for pledging to my patron and I also thank those who stay pledged and are part of my Inner Symposium. Next week we will have a very special celebration for the 10,000 subscribers and I will involve in a live stream event my patrons, the members of the channel who joined memberships and a few academics. We will have a lovely live stream roundtable and a 10k party talking, discussing and asking questions about the afterlife and near-death experiences. Are you looking forward to it? If you want to be part of that live stream, I suggest you either join my patron community, my inner symposium, or join memberships here on the channel. It'd be lovely to, to see you enter the community and participate more actively to all the academic fun. So if you like this video, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, Please share the video so that we can grow more and more. Let me know what you think in the comment section down below, since I always reply to, to each and every comment. And as always, stay tuned for all the academic fun. Bye for now. We are